Live from the old National Bank State Street studio. This is WMVP WSHEHD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Chicago's home for sports. Now, by your side, through your smart speaker. Just, Just tell it to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. You know, I had a thought on the Warriors for you tonight, uh, but it wasn't really A-block material, so I didn't know that we would get to it this Can evening. Can be now. Uh, Woj is now reporting that the NBA is suspending Draymond Green indefinitely. Oof. After last night, his uh, little flop punch. Uh, Nothing little about it. I mean, he really wound back and put his whole body. In yeah, I, w- I was I was more saying little because he tried to play it off as if it was something that he didn't intentionally try to do. Uh, but he, he punched uh, right in the, the side of the head. Yeah. It, it, like, it was a flail fist yeah. through the air. You close, so. When you close your fist, it's intentional. Indefinitely. Like, no one flails like they're trying to, to flop or sell a call. With a closed fist. With a fist. closed fist, yeah. Uh, so there you go. There's the latest news from Woj that Draymond Green will be out indefinitely with the wow. suspension. It's the second time this season he's uh, going to be suspended. Man. Uh, you know, like my thought on this is that the Warriors have a Draymond Green problem, and it's a, a problem that I'm sure many can can shout from the rooftops saying that they saw this coming. When When Draymond Green was actually contributing to winning he was without a doubt he wasn't the most important player of of the golden state warriors because we all know it's stephen curry he was the heartbeat of that team yeah he was the enforcer he was the facilitator on offense he was the best defensive player in the league for many seasons and unfortunately he is not any of those anymore and he's fallen off a cliff so far that he's now just a player who causes problems yeah. Going back to last season, now with this season, the Warriors got off to a good start this year, and then they started to struggle, and they've been under 500 for about a month now, and it's it's essentially they can't win with or without him. Yeah, When he's on the court behaving and, and just like trying to play basketball, he's important still. Like last night, what's so frustrating is their offense looked good and they were running the offense through Draymond and he was making smart basketball decisions. And then he pulls this and gets ejected from the game. And of course, Phoenix comes back in the second half mm-hmm. and they, they win a game and, and Golden State loses another game in conference to a team fighting for the playoffs. They, they have a problem. They can't. They have Clay, who sucks now, essentially. That, yeah. That's like what it's boiled down to. He's lost it. Wiggins has been bad this season. Mm-hmm. They're paying Draymond, and, and Steph Curry still is in his prime. He can still get it done, and he's surrounded by guys who are just failing him. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's unfortunate for the Warriors, too, because Draymond is a player that, when he was good, and he was, you know, hard defense. He was like that pesky player no one wanted to play, right? Like, no one wanted to be matched up against Draymond. He was good on offense. He was great on defense. Like, he was a good player. And, you know, he was the reason that they won a lot of games. And as soon as he starts to lose it a bit, it seems like lashing out almost, you know? Like, it's, it's more, it's not a tantrum, 
but it just seems like he's lashing out in games to try to do the same things he used to, to try to get in people's heads, to try to irritate them offensively, you know? And it doesn't, when you can't back it up with play and you're just the guy out there, you know, taking shots at people, kicking people in the nuts and that kind of stuff, like that's not, it's not good. It's not good for the team. It's not good for Warriors culture. And it's not good for for him now. He's going to be out indefinitely. Who knows how long this like, is going like, to be? Why, why do we care here in Chicago? Well, you know, the Bulls haven't been very good in recent times. And over the last seven, eight years, I've watched a lot of Golden State Warriors basketball because I need to watch a team that's good. And, and you know, being a kid that grew up with the Jordan Bulls, the Golden State Warriors at their best, 2014, 15, 16, 17, those teams were as good as the 90s Bulls. Mm-hmm. They were. They won a lot of games. They won championships. And what they were able to accomplish is pretty cool. The difference between the Warriors and the Bulls from the 90s is that we essentially didn't get to see the demise of the 90s Bulls. It just ended yeah. because the the front office and Jerry Reinsdorf didn't want to keep running it back and allow Michael and Phil and Scotty to give it another try and defend their crown. Yeah. And so it was just done. And and now like that's a part of the history of the league is that what if Jordan came back for that that season in 99? What would have happened if the players who were a part of that championship team in 98 came back for one more. They tried to do it again. Like, what would the end story look like in that scenario? Like, what would they look like as they fall apart and the team doesn't win anymore? In real time, this is what we are seeing with the Golden State Warriors. I know they won a championship two seasons ago, but it feels like that was a lifetime. Yeah, it, it's, from, I mean, from right now. Like, it was five years ago. No, I mean, from they won two, year, two, two years, years ago, ago, right? Two years like, ago, yeah. Like, Steph like Curry was run, able their to, dynasty, their, when you're saying the 14, 15, 16. Right. Like, when that they were was, at their best. Yeah. And, and so, like, they're a team that I watched a lot in the last few years because our team sucks. The Bulls haven't been competitive. And, you know, late at night, you, you get the Golden State games you're able to watch. And I like watching greatness. And, and those teams are really good. But, like, this is something that I think a lot of people saw on the horizon was that at some point, Draymond's not going to be worth his contract anymore. And you nailed it. it it's, it's like he can't keep up anymore physically. And so, like, his mind has now flipped from trying to out-scheme and outwork the opponent to how can I do something to get under their skin? And then he reacts in a way that you can't predict. Mm-hmm. How can he instigate? And, and you know, if you're a Golden State Warriors fan, I mean, listen, Draymond is also the reason why you didn't win a three-peat. Because of the kick, yep. and he was suspended, and out. you lost to the Cavs yep. in that incredible Game 7, yep. he wasn't there because he couldn't control his emotions. Brandon in Naperville, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Yo, yo, what's going on, guys? What's up? Uh, kind of spread all fields here real fast, so kind of. Abdallah, I don't know if you were giving a little peek behind the curtain with black control and song of the night so much. So that would that explain why it sucks. No, I'm just joking, Chris. Well, I mean, I love you, man. <laughs> I picked tonight, but, uh, so if you're saying that tonight sucks, that's my fault, I guess. But, I don't uh, control no, 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 the song no, of the night. No, I would, yeah, listen, yeah. I, I mean, don't listen, you got it. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just, listen to a lot more music. Yeah, I know. I'm a previous nights, man. I, you know, I appreciate a little Taylor and Out of the Woods is probably her best song in my opinion. But that's it's a good song. It's a very good song. It's a very good song. Uh, the other thing, are you guys going to be in Plainfield with uh, Carmen and Yerk 
on Friday? We will not be. We will not be. We're going to be okay. here in the All studio. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. But then uh, the main reason why I called the Draymond point, I'm surprised it took this long, honestly, for him to get suspended indefinitely, man. It's uh, like, I mean, you guys hit on a lot of the points that I was going to make. It, it, but basically, yeah, it's just, I mean, I'm surprised it's gone this long. It's detrimental to the team. Surprised the Warriors. I don't know if they can offload him or if anybody would, you know, be willing to take him on. But I feel like Steph and Clay, and I mean, I know they're trying to, they got a washed CP3, but there's, in my opinion, there's still some potential there, and just Draymond stuff continually puts them behind the eight ball with him acting like a jackass. But love you guys. Love the show. Uh, appreciate you all, and uh, yeah, have a good one. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Brian. And, and like, that's, you know, you look at the, the structure of their team is, like, they're built for winning now. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where, you know, do they move off of Draymond? I don't know. It seems like Steph and Clay and Draymond have this thing where, like, they want to see it through yeah. until the very end. And I think that's going to be the difference when we look back on the dynasty run that they had compared to the Bulls of the 90s is that, like I said, they never – the Bulls of the 90s, we didn't get to this point where they were 10th in the conference fighting to get into the playoffs no. type of thing. We never saw Jordan do that in a Bulls uniform. Which We me- saw him go out on top. Which I know – like you wanted to see as much as possible, but like that's what kind of makes them kind of makes it great. Makes it great. Where like, yeah, you didn't. They all left, and the franchise broke up the dynasty. But also, you didn't have this. You didn't have these issues. You didn't have you know Clay Thompson falling apart. You didn't have Draymond Green being suspended indefinitely. You didn't have Steph out there by himself trying to carry the team every night. Like that's what Jordan would have been, just out there by himself trying to. Like if you look at what this would what it could have turned into, like yeah, it was tough, but it also it almost makes the mystique of the Chicago Bulls in that era in the '90s that much better. You think the Warriors are fed up with Draymond Green? So the NBA Communications, the league, sends out the notice that Draymond suspended indefinitely. Mm -hmm. The final paragraph of the release, the media release, Green's suspension will begin immediately. He will be required to meet certain league and team conditions before he returns to play. I mean, last year he punched Jordan Poole. Yeah. And that was a problem for the Warriors last season. Yeah. Uh, so we'll keep our eyes on this. Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. That's the latest news from Woj and the NBA. Uh, Black Abdal here on ESPN 1000. We'll also talk some football with you with Mark in New Lenox. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? What's up? Good. Um, Justin Fields, I, do, I don't know. I still think we should try to trade him while his stock is quote-unquote high. Um, that Lions game, I think it was a little bit like overhyped that throw to Darnell Mooney on the sideline, he stared at him for like 10 seconds before he threw the ball. Um, there was another play where someone was like on a crossing route and he waited until he broke to throw the ball. If he threw it while he broke, he would have caught the ball. But the defensive mad guy uh, caught up. And I think it's a red flag when all the old guys in Chicago say, oh, we got to stop uh, get, uh, getting rid of Bears, like like the personality and stuff. Like, aren't we trying to change that? That's just not the 85 Bears guys. So, like, trying to get someone that's you know what I mean? Like Wait, what was all that? the old guys are saying. What like, the, the old, old guys, guys saying? are saying that like um we might stop getting rid of the bears. Like the personality and stuff. You know what I mean? Like have you heard no. that? Mm-mm. No. No. Well, I know like I know the, the bears like, they're holding on to the, they're holding on to eighty five stuff. And it's just not gonna work. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the former players on our staff, Yurko, Lance Briggs, they both think that field should be back. Yeah. That's something they've been talking about on the air. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to see how it plays. It's just, it's just, I feel like there's no right answer, but both answers are right. All right. Thanks for the call, Mark. Appreciate you. Yep. The, the 85 Bears stuff. Well, I mean, Mark... Mark, thanks for the call, but we're nitpicking a throw that he made, like a successful throw. Well, like, he looked that way. No, though. he looked too, he looked too long. I think I think Justin Fields should. Uh, what was the movie with Sandra Bullock where she had the blindfold? You remember um, that movie a couple of years ago? It was on Netflix. Miss Congeniality? No, no, no. The Bird. Bird Speed Box. Two. Wasn't Bird Box or Speed something? Two? Not Speed Two. On Cruise the, Control. On the, it was no. Bird Box. Bird Box. It was not, remember Bird Box. It was not Cruise Control. Speed Two. Miss Congeniality Two. Do you remember watching Bird Box? Did you see that? I watched Bird Box. Unfortunately, from 2018, Sandra yeah. Bullock. Yeah. Uh, there was something where, like, if you if you saw something, a presence, it would it would make you want to kill yourself or something remember that and then so like it was this like sickness and then people had to go around blindfolded blindfolded they tied ropes to everything that's what i maybe that's what field should do he should Mm -hmm. play quarterback blindfolded okay so he can't see the defenders he also can't see his receivers she's gonna go out there and he just has to feel it you sure it's not the movie where she falls in love with ryan reynolds no that's a good movie he's her assistant yeah, that's a nice movie. And then they end up, they have to like fake a relationship, but then they actually fall in love. Uh, I believe his family's from Canada and they go on vacation up yeah. there. Doesn't she have to be like a citizen or something? Or, yeah. I don't it's know. A, what it it's is. A, yeah, to evade it's a, something it's a with a classic job. trope. Yeah, classic tropes. It's a nice movie. Yeah. I like that film. Yeah. It's, it's, it works. Ryan Reynolds, uh, everybody loves him. Everybody let, me, loves let me guess, you're out? You're no, out no. on Ryan Reynolds? No, I love Ryan Reynolds. He doesn't do a lot for me. Of course he doesn't. Kevin, uh, of course. I mean, I like the Wrexham TV show. Of course you do. It's an okay show. <laughs> Stop pegging me into, you, okay. into these holes. Here, here's what I don't understand First about all, the show. I am never going to do that to you. <laughs> Whatsoever. Maybe okay. I phrased that incorrectly. Right. That is never, that is never, <laughs> that is never, ever going to happen. All right? <laughs> Stop trying to put my oh, yeah. pegs in it. Never mind. Let's go to break. Kevin says we have to go to break. Well, I mean, we're late. Clocks at zero. Wow. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. (laughs) ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. A lack of lollygagging. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. On the west side, you're on ESPN 1000 with Black and Bell. What's up, Derek? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. What do you think? Uh, I think that um, we struggle as a city with knowing how to identify a franchise quarterback, and we keep selling for mediocrity. We're happy that um, Justin Fields is completing a few passes. We're happy. We're talking about uh, his stats over the last 17 games, but we're not looking at the win-loss of those 17 games. And we're always coming up short. We we hire a coach a year too late. We pick a quarterback a year too early. We're never just on the same page with everything. We want to sit here and talk about 
defense and run the ball. That's why we will never have a franchise quarterback. We need to go and, and take a chance. There has never been in the history where the Bears has had two number one picks in a row and we never had a franchise quarterback and we didn't pick a quarterback. That's unheard of. All right. I mean, I think that defense and, and running the football is very important. I would say that the uh, thanks, Eric. The best, one of the best teams, and we'll get to it when we do our five up, five down. But one of the best teams in the uh, NFL, the Baltimore Ravens, are the number one rushing team in yards per game, and they have a great defense. Like you can't, like you can have everything. You know that, right? Like you can have everything. You can have a franchise quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You can have a great defense, the Ravens. And you can be one of the best rushing teams in the NFL, also the Ravens. What makes people think that the next head coach that they hire is going to be great? Well, that's the thing, right? What makes them think that the next quarterback you draft is going to be great? So Jeremy Fowler and uh, Dan Graziano did their back and forth that they usually do, where they give their notes and everything. And it focused on head coaches that could be on the hot seat and also people that that could fill those jobs. And it's Ben Johnson, it's Bobby Slowick, it's like all the guys that everybody's been talking about. And there's no guarantee getting a guy that's never been a head coach that it's going to work. Like, what happens if you get rid of Eberflus, you don't get Harbaugh, you bring in Ben Johnson, and last I checked, uh, who did the Bears just beat? The Lions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, Matt Eberflus outcoached Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm especially in the second half of the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Lions didn't score any points. The defense was really good. Out of halftime, when all of the momentum was shifted towards the Lions with an opportunity to get a double possession and a double score and to really take hold of the game, mm-hmm. Eberflus's defense rolled out and gave you a three and out. Gave the ball right back to the offense. Took care of business. Yeah. He might be great. I would also be surprised out of all of the teams in the National Football League that will be looking for coaches. You're telling me the Bears are going to get the number one top pick of all coaches are going to be available in this cycle? I will say this. They could because if they decide to fire Eberflus and move on from Justin Fields, that whoever comes in gets their pick of the top quarterback. That's you, fine. So you could. The answer is yes. You, you very well could get the best possible candidate. Ownership ready to pony up the money? Well, okay. So that was more on the uh, what what uh, Jeremy Fowler wrote. Okay. Is they, they asked him, Dan Graziano asked him because it's a back and forth, his thoughts on Harbaugh jumping back into the NFL this cycle. This is word for word what Jeremy Fowler wrote. He'll probably consider the jump, but I'm told that won't be decided until after the college football playoff. So that extension that was rumored, it probably won't be signed, if at all, until after the college football playoff. Some NFL people are more convinced than before that Harbaugh will make himself very available. The contract would be massive, and he would likely need personnel power and a willing partner. Massive contract, personnel power. Willing partner. I, I think they would be willing. I don't know if is Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles willing to give up personnel power to Jim Harbaugh? I think it depends on how much personnel. Like, if he comes in and says, I want to pick my quarterback, then they might. And everything else is Poles. You do the lines, you do everything else, you do all that stuff. I'm picking the quarterback. 
I would give Harbaugh that kind of personnel control. Like, if he comes in and says, this is my guy, I want him, then you go, okay, let's draft him. Like, I kind of feel like it would have to be such a, something where he, like, wants to work with that's fine. GM. That's fine, too. Like, I don't want to shut him out of the room. No. I want his no, expertise. No, 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 no. Absolutely But not. I also don't think that that's the best idea where he's just picking all the players. No, I don't want that. I don't think that's the best idea. No, no, no. I don't want that. But you could get the best possible guy. But the best possible guy, unless the Steelers fire Mike Tomlin, the Titans move on from Mike Vrabel, you're not getting a guy who's done this before. The only guy that's going to be out there right now that we know of would intrigue the fan base, that would fire up fans, that you and I believe would be the best possible candidate besides the guy that's in there right now if you decide to move on, is Jim Harbaugh. That's it. My list starts and ends with Jim Harbaugh. That's that's where I'm leaning at this moment as well. Uh, How do you feel about the conversation around Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots? Uh, No, Belichick's lost. Uh, there, There was a report a day ago about... Belichick and the ownership with uh, Robert Kraft already having conversations that they're going to part ways at the end of the season. Uh, Belichick, his team stinks this year. They're 3-10. and ten. They play Kansas City this weekend. Uh, he looks miserable. He, he seems like this is just... But like he's had personnel control, and the players it's that he's horrible. picked have been bad, and this is why the Patriots are where they're at. And, and quite personally, like... He is, if not the greatest coach of all time in league history, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time in league history. I have no appetite as a Bears fan to have him be the Bears head coach no. at this stage None. in his career. I don't, I don't want him jumping in at this point after all of those years with the Patriots to try and do something here. Just, I, I just let, him, let him go on his own. Let's say they go 3-1 and one, right, to end the season. That would have means that means that they've won six out of their last eight games to end the season. That means that you would have won how many would that have been? Six in a row to end the season? Like you're not going to you're not gonna fire a guy for winning one, two, three, four, five, potentially six games in a row here. You're not gonna fire a dude for that. You're talking about Eberflus. About Eberflus. Yeah. You're not going to. If they lose if they end up finding a way to go four and oh, three and one, I'm willing to even bet depending on which games they win. Two and two. Like, I think it's going to be tough for them to, to say, Matt Eberflus, you're fired. So today in New England, uh, Robert Kraft, the story, Bill Belichick, multiple times by reporters, he was asked about this situation. Uh, the, the whole thing, is his time in New England going to be up? Uh, has he already talked to Robert Kraft about this? Each time he responded the same way. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. So he kept saying over and over again. Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. Yeah. Have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Getting ready for Kansas City. You know, and Belichick sometimes could be a bit boring, Abdallah. Uh, so, you know, we thought here on the show we would give uh, Bill Belichick and his... Yeah, getting ready for Kansas City. His boring responses. Yeah, getting ready for Kansas City. A little, uh, a little club remix. That's, that's what we'll give him Robert discussed your future beyond the season. Get ready for Kansas City. 
Get ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Get ready for Kansas City. Yeah, 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 get ready for Kansas City. Have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Get ready for Kansas City. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. A lack of lollygagging. Good morning, guys. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Eberflow. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. Have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Get ready for Kansas City. I'm coming, on. She had a relationship oh. with her stepbrother. I'm coming, on. Oh. I'm walking around the house <laughs> hanging dogs for kicking a guy in the ding ding. Eberflow. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. That's what I'm doing. Have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Get ready for Kansas City. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, just an awful basketball team. Very sad. Eberflow. I'm coming, on. Have fun with your hot dog. Eberflow. Good morning, guys. <laughs> a lack of lollygagging. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Have you and Robert discussed your future beyond the season? Get ready for Kansas City. I did do the waitress at the golf course. Oh, I'm coming, on For kicking a guy in the ding-ding. I'm walking around the house hanging dong. Eberflow. 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 Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Eberflow. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Eberflow. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. I'm coming, on Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. I'm coming, on yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. I'm coming on Eberflow. Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. Yeah, I'm getting ready for Kansas City. Eberflow. A lack of lollygagging. Morning, guys. Eberflow. Corey. Corey. There he is. You led the Dodgers. Hello. You thrilled our fans <laughs> throughout the postseason with a great performance. <laughs> Corey. 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 Corey, Eberflow. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Yeah, get ready for Kansas City. That's what yeah, get ready for Kansas City. Little Tito's, little hot tub. <laughs> Have a great rest of your night. I'm coming, hon. I'll be right there. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Aaron and Lombard, you're on ESPN 1000 with Black and Abdallah. What's up, What's Aaron? What's up, Aaron? Hello? Hello? Am I in the air? Hello? Yeah, man, we give you the oh, big shoot. big cell job, too. Oh, hold on, hey, hold on, Aaron. On, let's guys? try it again. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. on. We're gonna try it again. We're gonna try it again. Hold on, Aaron. Hold on, Aaron. Hold on. Jack, can you get hit me some music? Get the music. Get the sounder again. Get the music. Let's get the music. Try it. Let's. What is this? No, pick a different song. No, 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 no. The music from the the rejoin box. What is this? Yeah, give me. Hold on. Hold on. What what was that? Hold on. No, stop. No, no, no. We need a good one, man. We need a banger. Oh boy, Jack. Answer, what was that? That was, uh, it was one of the beats we have on here. It was a Dr. Dre song. So you're just going random. I was going random. I was queuing up no, something give random. Me the, no, give no. me the good. Like a, like a rejoin. Like a, okay, here yeah. we go. Here we go. All right. Something like that. Yeah, there we go. 
weeknights, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000. We now go to the phones. And Aaron in Lombard, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Aaron. What's up, Aaron? And, and I am prepared. All right. So I didn't appreciate how Sylvie was uh, going after Shay and the fact that... Wait, well, what? He, he, you got to call Sylvie on No, that. no, no. Keep going. I want to hear this. No, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, let me, let me you know, get yeah, my no. uh, one minute out. Uh, I didn't appreciate how Shay, or er, er, Shay, uh, Sylvie, you know, all of a sudden, he is not a a fan of, of the long haul, the long rebuild and stuff. You know, all season he was preaching, you know, you got to take time. You got to sort of rebuild the team in, in an essence. And, and out now all of a sudden he wants to fire the coach. Uh, I think uh, you, you need to build some continuity. You, and, and Iberflus, you know, has been doing a good job as far as the defensive side. And, uh, no, it, I think you need to keep Justin Fields because he's, you know, you could show some development from there. And oh shit! Oh, oh. okay, all right. All right. Well, so Aaron, let's see what. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Okay. Hi, he was so close too. I could, I could yeah. sense it. He was, he was just that close. Couldn't that land call, the plane. The call Couldn't, was for Sylvie. Couldn't he land needs the to plane. Call Sylvie with that phone call. <laughs> yeah. Lord. Do you think you could land a plane? Did you see the story going around? Yeah, that most men think that they can land planes. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have the uh, tower in your headset telling you what to do? Yeah, or are I mean, you just out no, there by like, yourself? No, this is... you. The pilot's passed out, man. We need... You're coming to you. So this is like Indiana Jones when they're on the plane and they jump out with the raft? Yeah, like you're... There's no one there? Yeah, you're uh, more... uh, About half of men believe, after a study done, that they could land a plane. They could safely land a plane. I have some pilot friends. I think that it would be disrespectful for me to answer the question by saying yes to them. Because I think that they would be like, you can't do that. Hold on. When did you start being respectful of anybody? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just. I know. Just answer the question. I know people who They're are not pilots. listening. They, they might. Yeah, they might, they might be listening. Okay, yeah. we'll tell here. Fans if, of the show. If you're a pilot and you know Chris Black, turn off the radio for five seconds. Do you think you could land a plane? Probably. Okay. Do you, Do you think you can? If you had to, <laughs> there are a thousand jokes. So don't go. Don't do that. That I want to make. Don't make that joke. We. We understand, okay? Let's I don't understand. Can you elaborate? No, Kevin, nope. let's not like do my that. Job. Let's okay. not do that tonight. Like Shay was asked this, I heard, and he said he could easily land the plane. Easily? And then, I and punched s- it to the moon, and, and then I landed. And then easily? Sylvie, Sylvie ripped him, and oh, I don't appreciate that. That's how this came up? And no, I mostly I, made that up. I don't. I, <laughs> Kevin's going to get a meeting tomorrow. I think my nerves would get the best of me. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think okay. I could. That that's interesting. I've thought about that before because you know you see the um, the the videos on social media of people who have the cameras and they're they're like one prop planes yeah, and the yeah. engine goes out and yeah. then they have to find a way to land the plane. Mm-hmm. I feel as if in that moment something in your instincts would kick in. Yeah, and your nerves. Even though yes, you would think you would be nervous. I think you would it would take over. And you'd be able to accomplish the task. Are we talking a pro, like a, a like a, a personal plane, or am yeah. I landing like a? No, no, no. Is no this you're is not like in control. Of Delta full. gets on the no. line, and they're like, "We need somebody. Uh, we need Adam of Dallas to the cockpit, up. please. Could you come uh, so, land the plane?" 
So this summer, I'm supposed to go on a fishing trip with my grandpa in Canada. Okay. And the way we get there yeah, is we go to a little plane. station, yeah. and it takes one of those little float planes that yeah. lands on water. Whoa. And it's small enough that there's going to be like four or five people in there, and I'm supposed to be sitting co-pilot on that plane. So were you second up? If the pilot went down, you were the I, guy? That, this, is, this is this upcoming have, summer. I'm super that, scared for it because I don't talk like with you. That uh, you're the one in control see, of the pilot. They probably will out. have to, yeah. If you're over like a lake like that, if you're over water, just be like, all right, everybody, we're jumping. We're getting out of this. <laughs> we're getting out of this. We're getting the water. It's a lake. You know, if you hit the water, it's like hitting concrete, right? Go, go point, make your feet pointy. Oh, okay. Pierce the water. All right. Don't give me the music. <laughs> I'm giving you the music. Don't give me the music. Chris, have you ever seen the inside of a, of a cockpit on, a, on an airplane? These, I have. There's all these uh, things you need to so flick on and off. levers you and buttons and, and all the pulleys. dials you got to watch. There is no shot. You would be killing all those people. Uh, here's the thing. Most of it, until the very end, is autopilot. You don't no, know this. No, yes, yes, I do. Yes. When you're landing it. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it, they turn off the autopilot like right before they land the plane. All right, if you're a pilot, three one two three three two three seven seven six. They take it, they turn it off, and then they like the final like thirty seconds of the descent is mm-hmm. is not on auto. Fifty percent of men right now say that they can land a plane. Fifty percent of men are liars. If anything, on today, Taylor Swift has taught me men are liars. Uh, so Aaron, Aaron wanted to talk about Sylvie. Hey, the holiday parody party will yeah. be on Friday. You'll get the winner of the holiday parody song contest on Friday at Bub City with Waddle and Sylvie. Yeah. Uh, this song did not make the final five. It was a finalist, though. It was in the top ten. Uh, the Black and Abdallah song. This is a good song. And Abdallah show is fun. I always get excited once the show has begun. The Black and Abdallah show is swell, though most of us don't like the callers all too well. Their weekly schedule isn't fair. It all depends if Greenie's there. The Black and Abdallah show is rad. I once saw Blackout running. Wait, Abdallah's a dad? The Black and Abdallah show is great. They play your favorite song and give a zoo update. The Black and Abdallah show really rocks. If you look real close on Twitch, you can see their socks. They have an abundance of joy and zest. That Manfred Soundbite really is the best. The Black and Abdallah show is sweet. Without a doubt, they are two guys I'd like to meet. Yurko probably farted in both of their seats And Yurko's partner Carmen really likes women's feet And did you know that Sylvie's wife once pooped in the sheets Back to the Black and Abdallah show, it can't be beat This is Chicago's Home for Sports On FM 100.3 HD2 The ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000 This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago Chicago's Home for Sports Hi, guys. Are you ready to cross the goal line and get in the end zone with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Eva or Eberflus. Whoever whoever you want to give give the gift of naturally nude pajamas, you're going to be a hero. I tell you that. Just like if you landed a plane. So good that they sell it every year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style. Soft, silky, and better than lingerie with a curved, caressing fit. 
When you order Naturally Nude Pajamas today, you'll get a free Naturally Nude Nighty. That's $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. If you ask me, that's one easy way, easy holiday gift to make her happy. We all know how good it feels to win. So why not win this Christmas? Go to Pajama Gram today for Naturally Nude Pajamas before they sell out. And mention ESPN to receive your free Naturally Nude Nighty. Eber float. That's a Naturally Nude Pajamas at Pajamagram.com. <laughs> You're listening to Black, 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 Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Jack McGrath and to Kevin Zipak for producing tonight's show of Black and Abdal. We'll return tomorrow night, Thursday night with Black and Abdal. We'll be on from 7 to 8. Bears Weekly will be on from 6 to 7. Tomorrow night, we'll talk to the Fat Jack. We'll get Chauncey's animal picks. We'll have a football show. Black and Abdal right here on ESPN 1000 tomorrow night. Abdal, let's continue taking phone calls. A lot of people want to talk about the Bears tonight. Anthony and Skokie, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, I'm... Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? We got you, Anthony. Go ahead, yeah, Anthony. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to say this, you know, about the draft uh, issue with Justin Fields and the Bears. That's not y'all pick. Now, if the Bears was 1-10, I believe they should draft a quarterback. If the Bears finish with a winning record, that's the Bears. The Bears would be picking in the middle of the draft. I feel like a lot of people are making a big issue about this quarterback situation. You're getting a Mitchell, a Mitchell Trubisky type of player from a basketball school with Drake May. Then you're getting another guy that's 5'11". And you're having an issue down there in Carolina with a, with a small quarterback. I don't see why... Justin can't be your quarterback. You take the take that pick. First round picks for that. Doesn't make any sense for you not to try to start over and have the fan base suffer through another long, long, long rebuild. I told, I think I called you guys some time back when they got rid of Khalil Mack, and I knew they was going to suffer without an edge rush. Sure. And I said that they was not going to be any good till twenty twenty four. I remember everybody called the radio station and gave me hell about it. Look at what's going on. You didn't, you didn't look good last year. And you didn't look good at the first part of this year with your defense. And you replace the quarterback. You're setting the clock back again another five years. And you're going to have to wait and see if the Bears are going to win the championship. I feel like you got the right core. You got the right players. They all like each other. They all believe in each other. Mm-hmm. And what you need to do is you guys need to get – your mind's in a situation where you're looking forward and saying, hey, let's win the Super Bowl. That's what you should be concentrating your mind on, as opposed to thinking about, oh, I want to save money. It's not your money. The money belongs to the McCaskies. They want to win a Super Bowl. The people in Chicago deserve a Super Bowl. It's been 40 years. I think that it's time. And like I said, I don't know if everybody's waiting on Ms. McCaskey's bicentennial. That's, you cannot keep setting the clock over, resetting the clock over. Eventually, you're not. You're gonna lose the fan base, and people are gonna stop watching. I'm one of them people that I'm getting tired. I've been watching them for 40 years, and I'm getting sick of waiting on the Bears to win a Super Bowl. I think it's time for you guys to start pushing for that. 
as opposed to worrying about who's going to play quarterback, who's going to play defensive end, who's getting overpaid here, who's not getting paid it. Just put your, put your, put the put the put the team and the fan base ahead of all the all the all the rhetoric and start realizing that people don't have time to waste on this no more. I'm tired of looking at these quarterbacks, tired of looking at all these players that's coming through the city that you guys let lead, and then they go on to other places and become better players. Develop the guys you got here and win the Super Bowl. Put your mind on the Super Bowl. That should be what your what the focus of the team should be every year and what y'all should be focusing in on the conversation. That Eye on the prize. Got it. Thank you, Anthony. All right. There he is. There's Anthony and Skokie. Eye on the prize. You got to be focused on the Super Bowl, Abdal. Yeah. I disagree with part of it, though, because, again, I think I'm leaning towards bringing Justin back uh, and then, you know, re- you know filling the, the rest of the holes that you need to fill here. But I will say that if you do draft a quarterback, this is not a complete rebuild anymore. The defense is set. You need another defensive end, probably, and you need, assuming, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Yannick Ngakwe. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, you need a three technique right there in the middle, and that's fine, and then you probably have to find a replacement for Eddie Jackson. And But the offense, you're going to get another wide receiver. You're going to add to your offensive line. This is not a complete rebuild if you draft a new, another quarterback. It's putting a rookie quarterback into a very good team is what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, like 2018. Yeah, exactly. And you hope to draft a quarterback that's better than Trubisky, Trubisky than Trubisky was. So if you draft a quarterback that's better than Trubisky was, and you have the defense set, and you have good weapons with DJ Moore and whoever you end up drafting at wide receiver, and you have a good offensive line, and you've got a strong running game, they're top five in rushing this year again, Like that's not a rebuild. That's not tearing it down and starting over again. That's just bringing in a rookie quarterback to a pretty good situation. Jeremy, longer in uh, Buffalo Grove. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jeremy? First, thanks for making me nervous to fight tomorrow to Las Vegas. You'll be fine. Oh, you're not going to just listen. When they, ask, when they ask you if you need to fly the plane, just, can you pretend, land it? just pretend you're sleeping. What do you think, Jeremy? Can you land I, it? I can do anything. I can land it perfectly. All right, there, there you go. go. Then you, nothing to worry about. I like the confidence. Yeah, I'm going for UFC 296 this weekend and uh, LFA and, and maybe the Chargers Raiders game nice. tomorrow. Nice, is, is a great, nice. great card this weekend. UFC 296. It is one of the stat cards of the year. It's the best card the of the year. The reason why I called yeah. is um, the Bears should keep Fields. They should draft uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and then they should trade uh, their second first round pick, which could be deep now because they keep winning. Okay. I could see that. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Jeremy, have a great trip in Vegas. Yeah. All right, man. Thank Enjoy you. the UFC. And there it is. And if you want a preview of UFC 296. Where can I find a podcast perhaps hosted by Adam Abdal and Jordan Sherwood from ESPN 1000? Where can I find that find podcast? That on the ESPN Chicago app, a full preview of uh, UFC 296 today. I actually swear a lot for some reason. Oh, you guys are uh, I was a, you guys are doing I was an a unhinged mouth. thing. No, you guys are little uh, Bart Simpson rebels. Jordan Sherwood made a pick on a fight that vehemently angered me. I've said vehemently a few times today. It very much angered me. Wow. I was very angry. Look at you and I swore. Like you know, every once in a while, yeah, you've heard me. Yeah, I swear. Of course. What's the name of this MMA podcast? It's the, the unnamed MMA podcast. Oh, it doesn't it? have a name. It's okay. the unnamed MMA podcast. But That's some cool. would say that is the name, is the unnamed MMA podcast. 
Matt, on the south side, you're on ESPN 1000. One minute left in the show, Matt. You got to go quick. I'm going to talk quick, but you got to give me, let me make a couple quick points then. So 56 seconds. Little, go. There we go. A little uncomfortable for me to admit, but there is a chance that the Bears have actually potentially set themselves up for future success. And that's, as Bears fans, we are not used to that. The, 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 we have it in our mind that a quarterback has to be great on day one. It's not accurate. It's, uh, it's not accurate in any walk of life, in, including football players, especially quarterbacks. It's rare. But you look at uh, what, what C.J. Stroud, you know, he, he lit the world on fire, and he's come back down to earth a little bit. There's typical sophomore slumps. It happens. It's real. The, the fact is, um, 20 Jordan, seconds. Justin, wasn't, Justin wasn't good in college. He was great in college because he played behind one of the greatest college football offensive lines, and he had a couple future uh, NFL quarterbacks, uh, I'm sorry, uh, wide receivers on his team. Matt, we, we got to go. We're time's we give up. Him that. We're going to be there. We're All right, we're going to be there. Be Good there. call, Matt. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.